0: Hello, today is January 28th, 2020. It's a Tuesday. My oh. name is Nicholas A. Kusato. Today, in the world of biomedical engineering, we reevaluate eggs. Finland oh. made protein out of air. Camouflaged animals are limited to their environment. Oh. An eye drop comparison. What? Prostate com- cancer is actually more common than breast cancer. Uh huh. Microscale proteogenomic ge- Methods for Precise Oncology Whoa. and why you shouldn't worry about the coronavirus. Uh, our bio hack of the day is Minoka Honey. Today's gonna be a great day. Let's get this going. Whoa. All right, so another study finds eating Several eggs a week is not unhealthy, says Brittany Rosen of uh, Splash Gear. Well um most of the studies persist participants ate less than one egg egg day. Wait, less than one egg day, that's ridiculous. But uh, this level of consumption is a bit higher than the general recommendation that people should eat less than three eggs weekly to help protect heart health. Salim Yusuf acknowledges the past studies on this topic have been contradictory, but says this was because they were relatively small or modern size. Well, they also excluded participants from many countries, limiting the data. In comparison, this new study is based on data from more than 177,000 people, spanning 50 countries and many income levels. The research follows a similar study from last year that found eating up to one egg daily wasn't associated with increased stroke risk. So that's good to know. Yeah, this is uh, McMaster University. They did an awesome little study like that. Well, I guess you can't generalize everybody, but... Um... What's my color? Finland! Finland! makes protein out of thin air. The future is weird. This is reported by The Takeout. And they go, Hey, weren't you blown away by the soy patty burger patty? Well, please. Um, as usual, Scandinavians are here to make us look like absolute dummies, says The Takeout. A Finnish company has out impossible the impossible burger with the invention of protein made of thin air. Yeah, this is true. Solar Foods. Solar Foods, a company based out of Helsinki, has successfully created a protein called Solene. Solene is made by a series of processes I learned about at age 15, then promptly discard. Water molecules are split in the process called electrolys, electrolys, electrolysis. Then the hydrogen atom and carbon dioxide from the air-fed soil bacteria, which produces solar. So the biggest power supply they need to make it is is electricity. But if they can't get it from solar and wind power, researchers say solar can be grown with almost zero greenhouse gas emissions. According to BBC, the protein tastes like nothing, and that's the whole idea. The Solar the Solar Foods envisions it as a natural additive, or to feed cattle, which would greatly reduce the carbon footprint in agriculture. Mass market farming is one of the biggest contributions to the climate crisis. I saw that conspiracy documentary. I, I hear it's quite convenient that they released that right at the same time as they were trying to pass some legislation. Sometimes I feel like... It's convenient. Yeah, well, CEO Pasi Daikai hopes their product can compete with soy as soon as 2025. So marvel at the technology and ingenuity of Impossible Burgers while well, you can! In a few years, they will see real quaint. All right, Science Focus is reporting about how camouflage animals aware that they can only hide in certain environments. Nice little picture of a little buggy on a leaf. Many animals will choose where they stand in order to maximize their camouflage. For example, the common barren caterpillar has a prominent stripe along its length that looks exactly like the central rib of the mango leaves in which it feeds. Natural selection has clearly favored caterpillars that line themselves up with the leaf leaf ribs so they blend in better. But it seems unlikely that individual caterpillars know why they do this. It's simply a behavior that's programmed into their genes. This is true of all invertebrates and most fish, reptiles, and binnions, but some more intelligent species, particularly among birds and mammals, have shown some awareness. Japanese quail, for instance, are ground nesting birds which lay eggs with speckled patterns that vary widely from one bird to another. A 2013 study at Apertate University in Dundee was found that quail, who laid darker eggs, were much more likely to select darker nesting sites and vice-versa. There's a joke in there that I want to tell, but probably, probably not good for my self-esteem. Moving forward. Your eye drop thing. We're gonna do some eye drops. Are you excited? Eye drops. Yeah. I don't use eye drops, but they're they pretty cool. Yeah, alright, let's go. Woo! Alright, refresh tears, lubricant eye drops. Those are they're, they're valued high comes to two multi-use bottles. <laughs> Why am I reading this? Uh, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. That no one looks nice. FDA approved solution for red eyes. Brings out eyes natural radiance by reducing the redness. That's the idea. But they're expensive. Alright, clear eyes. Value by eye consists of three small bottles. Proven formula provides relief. It's not as lubricating as others though. All right, four, assisting Ultra Lubricant Eye Drops. Good value consists of 2.33 foot ounce bottles. Number one, doctor recommended brand for artificial tears. Big formula, suitable for those who suffer from dry eyes. This option might be intense for those who have mild dry eyes. And number five, All Away anti Eye Drops. Provides targeted relief for ATIs heart biologies. Now you comes two bottles. May cause a burning feeling when first supplied. Especially for those with dry eyes. May not be ideal for contact work. Oh, that was... You know, I, I feel like, yeah. There's a lot of biometic functioning that goes into it. It's not just, um, saline. Or, you know, the active carbomethyl cellulose carboxymetrocellulose, you know, like in refreshed years, um, and there's a lot, you know, primarine, paratate, you put a lot, you put a lot of dog into it, and it's all about preference, if you have red eyes, fix some, that's simple. Prostate cancer it's taken over breast cancer as the most common cancer, reports BBC News. 2013, there were nearly 50,000 registered cases, around 8,000 more than in 2017. Public Health England says it's more, it's because more men are getting tested, and thanks to celebrities like Stephen Fry and Bill Turnbull, raising awareness to speak out about their own experiences. Or anxious, you know there should be uh there should be like a pink ribbon but like a, like a small intestine tied into a knot um because that's kind of what it is it's an intestinal problem and they just made the connection between your gut health and like what you eat and Fun fact, when I went to the Biomedical Engineering Society uh, Conference, uh, there was a prostate simulator tester, and it was intense, they they won first prize, they had really good projects, they were funded. But um, yeah, so the prostate is a small gland in the pelvis of men. Cancers can develop slowly over years, and many men have no symptoms noticeable. Symptoms include needing to urinate more often and weak flow. There's no single test for prostate cancer. A blood test, biopsies, and physical examinations are all used. It is the most common cancer in men in the UK. An aging population means more men are developing and dying from the disease. You need to do something, guys. Alright. Got some fun stuff for you guys. One in this vessel. It so it be this vessel. Purified the vessel. Purified the, the, the prostate. prostate. Abstract. abstract, abstract. And this is our abstract of the day. Abstract. abstract. And
1: abstract. And this is our abstract of the day. Abstract. Abstract. Right. This is our abstract of the day.
0: Abstract. Alright. I'm give you a little funky voice. Microscaled protogenomic methods for precision oncology. Cancer protogenomics promises new insight into cancer biology and treatment efficiency by integrating genomics and transcriptomics and protein profiling, including modifications by mass spectrometry. A critical limitation in simple input requirement that exceeds many sources for clinically important material. Here we report a protogenomics approach for core biopsies using, using tissue sparring specimens, processing and microscale protogenes. As is. Dem- demonstration We analyzed core needle biopsies from ERBB2 positive breast cancers before and 48 and 72 hours after initiating neoadjuvant transfusema based chemotherapy. which showed greater suppression of ERBB2 protein and both ERBB2 and mTOR target. Phosphite fight levels in cases associated pathological complete response and identify potential causes for treatment resistance including the absence of ERBB2 amplification, insufficient ERBB2 activity for therapeutic sensitivity despite ERBB2 amplification and candidate re- resistance mechanisms including androgen receptor signaling. More in overexposure and an active immune microenvironment. The clinical unity, utility and discovery potential of proteogenomics at biopsy scale warrants further investigation. Yeah. That was a fun one, guys. Yeah, all right, come on, I love it. Time for the fear-mongering, actually the anti fear Can we reverse that? Let's try to reverse that, we'll do that later. All right. Woo. Yeah, here's why you don't have to worry about the coronavirus. Don't stress too much, so see PR news, but here are three things you can do to help keep you healthy. All right, the risk of coronavirus to Coloradans is low, but authorities and doctors are prepared. I guess this is a Colorado uh, news, yeah. All right. So Colorado health officials are testing a third patient in the state for coronavirus. Two previous Colorado patients tested negative for the virus. All three patients who were tested showed respiratory systems and a history of travel from China. Well, New York Times reports that officials in Wuhan and uh, where the outbreak of a novel coronavirus began, think around half of the city, nearly 3,000 suspected cases. of coronavirus will eventually test positive. Yep. At least 80 people have died so far. That's a big jump. The fifth US case has been confirmed. Well. It is the most common cause of the common cold. So we actually had a coronavirus at some point in our lives. All right, in the meantime, if you're concerned, here we go, one, wash your hands frequently with alcohol-based sanitizers. Two, wear a mask if you're sick or if someone around you is sick. Three, clean surfaces like your phone and your desk. That's it, guys. Yeah, clean your desk. Alright, no, right, so let's just get right to this last part. I need, a, I need to give you some, some casual to, to um, think about. Because there's a lot of good things that you can do for your life and I want that for you guys. I want you guys to be happy. All right, so if you guys don't know, manuka honey, manuka honey is the honey from New Zealand. It's super yummy. Um, like any honey, it's less sugar, but it's not pasteurized. All right, I hope you're not getting the pasteurized because that's pointless. The whole point of eating the Manuka honey is because they have um, a certain type of biomarker or, or um, active ingredient. Um, so acti- uh, some active ingredients include um, methylglyoxal, which is a chemical that naturally occurs in Manuka honey, and it's a magic ingredient that was discovered by one of the research partners, Thomas Henley, University of Dresden. So MGO, short for methylglyoxal, is a type of grading system, you know. You can compare it to UMF, which stands for uh, Unique Manuka Factor. Um, So there's chemical markers unique to it and they use these grain systems to measure these chemicals some of them have developed their own proprietary systems for tracking different biomarkers while others have partnered with independent organizations they use standardized tests and then last but not least there's k factor 16. it's an independent grain system used by the company wetterspoon Alright, the K factor ensures you gain the following. Ball and unpasteurized honey. Free of antibiotics, glyphosate, and pesticides. Non-GMO. Traceability from hive to home. And comes from New Zealand. It's a monofloral uh, honey. And it's made from the Leptospermion scopopyrum plant, which is native. Minif- it's more like a single plant track. Thanks to those little bees. They're so helpful. Um, why I, I use it for is for my cuts. So I don't know if you guys remember my, like, how I missed an episode last week because I cut my thumb and I was so upset. But, um, well, I put some manuka honey. I had some. Medical gray manuka honey that you had on band-aids and they were okay, but I get the raw stuff and I just put it underneath my band-aid and it helps a lot. It's not perfect, but it's supposed to help definitely. There's something about the restricting of how it sticks to it and it it allows the moisture to actually heal. So that's like why you put neosporin on your chest because it keeps it moist. So, um, the honey actually does a better job. So, so here's the values we're looking for. If you're looking for UMF, it's 15 to 20. Superior healing properties. High antibacterial activity. Um, uh, MGO, 550 And the K factor, 16 to 22. There you got it, folks. Great day. It's been a great day. I hope you feel me on that, because... It's only going to get better. You know? And, and I just want that for you guys, you know? I want that for you. Maybe I can play this me. Alright. I'm to send you off with the spoken word. Because Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama actually won the spoken word award. Um. So let's see how, let's see how this goes. Have a great day, guys. One shot guys, thanks for listening. One last thing. Just want to let you know I'm grateful for you guys. And, and if you get a chance, read some Rumi. He's very enlightening. Mm.